Hey everyone, and welcome to Hot Tubs 101 by Swim University, where we help you keep your hot tub clean and clear all year. My name is Matt, the founder of SwimUniversity.com, and on this episode, we're talking about how to raise pH in a hot tub. So let's jump in. Real quick, if you want more help taking care of your hot tub, be sure to grab our free hot tub cheat sheet at swimu.com slash spa sheet. So the easiest way to raise just the pH in your hot tub or swim spa is to use a pH increaser. This is a chemical that's designed specifically for hot tubs, and it comes in a small bottle, and its active ingredient is sodium carbonate. That's it's also known as soda ash. Now, sodium carbonate has a brother, we'll call him, and that's sodium bicarbonate, and that is alkalinity increaser or baking soda. So they're very, so they're not very different. They are different. All right. Now, sodium carbonate is the same active ingredient ingredient found in washing soda, which you can find in your laundry aisle. But personally, I recommend just buying pH increaser because washing soda is some is sold in large quantities and it's way more than you're ever going to need for your hot tub. Now, that's just to raise your hot tub's pH level, but it won't balance the water chemistry in your hot tub completely. You need to understand the whole picture, which is relatively easy. So stick with me and I promise you'll understand how to raise the pH in your hot tub and achieve perfect water balance with ease. So what is pH and why is it important for your hot tub? Well, pH is simply the measurement of how acidic your water is. The lower the pH, the more like it, the more it's like soaking in acidic water. Pretty obvious. And the higher, the drier the water will feel. So that's one way to look at it. Now, when you open your eyes underwater and it burns, that's because you have low or sometimes high pH, not chlorine or bromine as you may expect, but you probably shouldn't open your eyes underwater without goggles anyway. So if your pH is low, right? It means your water is acidic and that means it's gonna eat away at your hot tubs, parts and plumbing. A vat of acid tends to do something like that, right? So chlorine and bromine also don't perform well in water with low pH and high pH. So keeping your water balanced makes the water feel pleasant on your skin and makes your sanitizer like chlorine or bromine more effective, thus saving you money. But what does perfectly balanced water mean? And you can't see me right now, but I'm doing air quotes. What does perfectly balanced water means? What does it mean and how do you do it, okay? So understanding the ideal pH range for a hot tub. The pH, which stands for potential of hydrogen, by the way, the pH scale is numbered from zero to 14. Zero is battery acid, okay? And 14 is drain cleaner, both of which would be extremely dangerous to soak in. The middle of that scale is seven, which is perfectly balanced pH. Now, human tears have a pH between like 6.5 and 7.5, but we like to say human tears have a pH of seven, which is why your eyes don't burst into flames when you cry, unless you're wearing makeup, of course. They don't burn. So the pH of your hot tub should be a little bit more on the basic side. It should be 7.4, to 7.6, which is slightly higher than seven. 
And the best way to do this, the best way to find this out is by using a test strip. Now, we recommend test strips, personally, I recommend test strips because they're easier to use than a liquid test kit, all right? Now, you might be thinking, well, okay, seven, 7.4, 7.6, these are minor increments, like who cares, right? Well, it actually does matter because we're only talking about a scale from zero to 14. So every decimal point matters. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but every decimal point is about 10 times higher than the previous decimal point. So going from 7.0 to 7.4 is 40 times the amount, okay? So yes, the decimal point is important here. 7.4 and 7.6, somewhere right between there. 7.5 is obviously ideal, but if you can stick there, that's fine. If you go to 7.2, you're okay. 7.8, you're a little high, but you're okay but you wanna stay kind of in that range, right? And yes, again, I recommend using test strips because look, you dip it, you read it, it takes 15 seconds, it's easy. Is it as accurate as a liquid test kit or a digital test kit? No, it's not. But we're not going for extreme accuracy here. We're trying to get into the ballpark because at the end of the day, you just wanna get in the hot tub and you don't wanna be a chemist, right? Now, we can't talk about pH without talking about alkalinity. And here's where every hot tub owner gets confused. When it comes to balancing your hot tub chemistry, two readings actually matter. And we're talking about balancing. We're not talking about sanitizing, okay? Balancing. It's pH and total alkalinity. Those are the two readings. And you gotta think of alkalinity like pH's bodyguard. If you have no alkalinity in your water, but your pH is perfect between 7.4 and 7.6, the minute you get in or the minute that you add chemicals or if you open the cover, your pH level will be thrown off. So having alkalinity in your water protects your pH. It takes the hit to keep your pH balanced for longer. So along with, perfect pH, along with the perfect pH level in your hot tub, you also want your alkalinity level to be correct. Alkalinity is measured on a different scale. It's measured in parts per million, not zero to... 14. In fact, it can go from as low as zero to 500 plus parts per million. However, for us, the ideal range is between 100 and 150 parts per million. Now, you can go as low as 80 parts per million, and you can go as, uh, you know, middle of the road, which we like 120 parts per million. That's perfect for us. And, and we like to go more on the 125 to 150 parts per million to give you some more room. All right. So here's the secret to raising the pH in your hot tub. Now that you know that alkalinity is essential to protect your pH, you might be surprised to learn that it gets even simpler because raising your alkalinity also will increase the pH. And if you raise the alkalinity in your water, you can raise it with baking soda. We mentioned that earlier. Baking soda is a little bit different than washing soda, okay? Similar, but different, right? Washing soda, sodium carbonate, baking soda, is sodium bicarbonate, B-I, carbonate, okay? So those are the difference, but here's the thing. Baking soda comes in small containers and you can buy it at the store. You just gotta make sure that when you buy it, you're buying pure baking soda with no additives. So look for the active ingredient, sodium bicarbonate, so it should say that. And you know, even the Arm & Hammer, that's your standard baking soda. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. It'll say on the package, if you can use it in a pool, and if you can use it in a pool, then you can use it in your hot tub. Just make sure that it's not baking powder. Don't do that. That's not the same thing. Baking soda is what you want, all right? 
So usually when your alkalinity is low, your pH is also low and vice versa. So you may only need to add baking soda to bring up your alkalinity between 100 and 150 parts per million. And when you do that, your pH reading should go up too. But here's the, here's the distinction. If your pH doesn't reach the ideal range of 7.4 to 7.6 after you've added your alkalinity and you got that in range and your pH is still a little bit low, then you can use specifically pH increaser for hot tubs, which is sodium carbonate to give it that little extra nudge up, all right? So I like to think as alkalinity as the big tuners. You know, you, you turn up the dial and then you just wanna fine tune the treble a little bit, right? So you just add a little bit of PHD increaser and you're good to go, all right? I also mentioned decreaser. There's also pH decreaser. We're talking about how to raise the pH, all right? So how do you do that? One, you need to know how many gallons are in your hot tub. That's first and foremost. You need to test the water with test strips or a liquid test kit, whatever you prefer. Just dip the strip though, wait 15 seconds, read it, match the colors up on the back, you should be good to go. Then you wanna increase the alkalinity first, because again, you might, that's might, that might be the only thing you need to do, right? So you just need to add a little bit of alkalinity increaser, or sorry, so you can use what's called alkalinity increaser. You can buy it for hot tubs. It's essentially the same thing as baking soda. It might be a little coarser in the grind, but other than that, uh, it's, it's the same thing, sodium bicarbonate right? Or you can just use baking soda, whichever is easier for you to get, whichever is, if you care about affordability, it, you know, baking soda probably would be more affordable. Um, and you can obviously use it for your kitchen if you want to, or other things for cleaning. So it, it has, you know, you can do several things, right? Uh, and then all you have to do is when you add it to the water, make sure your hot tub cover is off, make sure that your jets are running on low, and make sure you have your air valves turned off. And then you just wanna sprinkle, or we call it broadcasting. You wanna broadcast your alkalinity increaser into the water. And I would wait about five to 15 minutes, right? It usually doesn't take long for it to, to circulate and mix in. Then test the water again with test strips. And then from there, if you still need to add more alkalinity increaser, do that. If you need to add, if your alkalinity is good, but your pH is still low, then add a little bit of pH increaser. And then you should be good to go. And that's it. Now, a little bit, little quick disclaimer about chemical safety. Yes, baking soda, you know, not a big deal. Sodium carbonate, sodium bicarbonate, not a big deal. I still recommend you use gloves and goggles. You get that stuff on your hands. Yeah, it's not going to really feel like anything, but it, it can dry your skin, right? It strips the natural oils and it leaves your skin dry and itchy. But when we talk about chemistry, we always want to wear gloves and goggles, all right? So that's pretty much it, all right? Remember, if you need more help with hot tub maintenance, grab our free hot tub cheat sheet at swimu.com slash sheet. And if you found this episode helpful, subscribe for more hot tub maintenance tips on your favorite podcasting app. And when you do, please leave us a review because your support will help more hot tub owners just like you find this show. That's it. Thanks again and happy soaking.